to Matt tell you about the table. No. We were like, so you know I was trying to find a way to build a table. Yeah. And we tried lots of combinations of like stool and we we're going to glue a piece oh, of Jesus wood to the Christ. stool and then we'd do this and then we were going to use, Matt had this idea, very engineering idea of reducing the friction by like sellotaping towels in between. And then we just saw a table. Genius. So then we just use that. The best kind of table is a table which is already full. already a table. <laughs> so you're going to tell everyone about how we're going to spend one fifth of our entire bank account on marketing. Yes. Feelings. All on advertising. All on Traditional advertising. advertising. All in two weeks. This isn't like marketing budget for the year. This is. Oh, yeah. This is. Splashing a fifth of the budget within two weeks on traditional old-fashioned media with no call to action with no call to action with no url web address and with potentially no way to actually track or measure any of the effectiveness yeah how are you feeling about that how do i feel about that (laughs) (laughs) um hello My name's Calvin, and this is How Do We Decide, a podcast about the difficult conversations that go on behind the scenes at the company I co-founded, Spill. You just heard Will and I catching up before a big pitch. Will was about to present to the team his ideas around a big ad campaign, one that would cost Spill one-fifth of its entire bank account. Now, this story is split up into two parts, and we're going to start the first part just as Will is presenting his ideas to the team. This wasn't the first time that the idea of an advertising campaign had been voiced, but it was the first time it had been talked about with any kind of proposed plan behind it. What I want to think about is remembering the reason we all joined Spill in the first place, and it was to build the thing we wish we'd had, right, and get it into the hands of loads and loads of people. We now are at a stage where we have a great product, but the bit that we really need to do is get into as many hands as people. And part of that is not just building the thing and waiting for them to come as inevitable change happens slowly. It's part of it is also driving the change that makes them want to come. B2B is our revenue model. That's how we're going to sustain and be like, get cash flow going forward. But we really don't want to just become, we don't want to lower the bar to just becoming like a great B2B software company that like provides like the equivalent of like HubSpot or whatever, but like doesn't do much more than that. We want to be, part of a bigger shift, and that's why we left our jobs to do something like this. <laughs> and this is, I would say this is like, maybe a 100k is obviously a figure that we have slightly plucked out of our heads, but if we do have 100 grand, what are the best channels for reach and effectiveness? This is how they rank from left to right. I've chosen to ignore TV and radio, because if you do TV and radio, you have to spend half the budget at least yeah. on production and making the stuff, so that leaves us with outdoor and press. Um, we ruled out early on bus ads and road billboards because they have this really quick dwell time. You can basically only show a logo and a name, it just flashes past. Mm-hmm. Um, we ruled out in-carriage train ads because they you have to buy them in these huge packs. You have to commit to buying one in every carriage on the network, which basically... 150, ruled out. 200 Yeah, it ruled us on, on price alone. So that's how we got to this, which is our proposed mix of channels. Um, a timeout cover, which is the most expensive. Tube station ads, uh, which all of these things we get at half price because we're a startup, so we're actually getting way more than we should anyway. 
We've got uh, three billboards for a bit of like big impact stuff, and then lots and lots of bus stops. And that would take us to 80K. The remaining money we would want to spend either on purely Instagram or on a mix of Instagram and some more cheap ads. Why is half that hundred grand going all the time out of the page? So, like a million people, it has this insane readership. I would, also, I would never it, like, it's the, I think the well, cover is doubly. On, on a on paper, like I read sure the website. Yeah, I get it at the tube every week. He's giving out free. It's giving so out free. It's, the cover is like double. It's also kind of an outdoor ad because they literally like have them on the floor yeah, like piled good. up, and people leave them on the tube. So even if you don't, but it does. Seem, in my tube, mind, it never featured versus let's say Evening Standard. Like Evening Standard, you know, the ad they get on top of Evening Standard, like that to me would be something everyone would see on the tube. But like, who reads time on the tube? It's I, like, yeah, Tuesday, I don't agree with that at all. It, it would be like on the floor in all the couches, and it would be in the same place. Do you take the tube regularly? Yeah, and Evening Standard would be like, yeah, Metro, yeah. yeah. People read the Metro, they read Evening Standard for timeout. No. I, I it's probably, it's, it's not as wide as so it's What percentage of your days do you get the tube? I used to commute in and out of London. Well, you didn't see the Evening Standard? Time out. Really? I mean, Evening Standard, absolutely everybody carries an Evening Standard, but like, yeah. if I went to 10 random tube stations right now, like, I wouldn't be seeing people carrying the time I think you would. I, dis I disagree as well. Based on your personal yeah, I, I get it. Like, experience. Yeah, yeah I get it. saying it's your personal experience, it's my personal experience. Like, I can say... I yeah, it's very true. Yeah. It's very true. Like, it's anecdotal, and I'm yeah. asking, is there any kind of numbers again around this? Like, A million. And also, like, why not... Because I mean, that is too expensive. So that that's the circulation is bigger. So this was within our budget. Yeah. yeah. And the thing was be better to do a cover of something that we get a cover of. In evening standard, we don't need for like a small bit of. Paper. What alternatives did you get? Mm -hmm. Evening standard magazine, but they cause that's on a Thursday and Friday, but they don't do covers. If there's alternatives to spend, there's other ways to spend fifty k. Yeah. I mean, you can just you make a show of ads. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it worth now, like, will maybe going away and spending some time and coming and like, back in, coming back in a week and with like some of those thoughts. questions like maybe answered? Yeah. Because I don't think I don't think we're ever going to get to a conclusion like right this second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, makes sense. All right, let's do it. I caught up with Will after the meeting. So how do you feel that went? Um. I think well. I, so my top line of how it went would be that it went well in that by the end, everyone seemed to agree that we should spend a large amount of money on advertising, yeah. which they, I wasn't sure if they were going to at the beginning. Overall, bigger point, successful. Yeah. The main bit of pushback was around timeout specifically because it's half of the total budget because yeah. we want to do a whole cover, which is 46-odd grand, yeah. which is a lot of money. But you loved the timeout cover. I loved the timeout cover. So I think some of the pushback was fair because it was just asking me to perhaps back up that particular decision. I think the other decisions especially had some like very good rationale, and there was very good rationale why we wanted a mix of different channels. Yeah. But... Time out as a 
specific choice of publication versus, for example, other free newspapers or magazines like Evening Standard magazine. But you had a feeling about Time Out. I, so basically, I wasn't sure. This is what I'm never sure about in business or in anything, which is when do you need to require, when do you need to rest on like logic and rationale and when do you just need to like follow your gut feeling a bit? And for me, timeout's a bit of both. Like, I can kind of make it make sense with circulation numbers and the fact that people take it home and keep it for a week and it's in businesses. But there's also just a part of me that thinks it feels like the right place to be. And that clashed points of view with some other people who just don't have the same view and awareness of timeout as I do. So what would happen if you found that the Metro was, like, just much bigger readership? Well, it is, but it's also much more expensive. Okay. And we can't afford it. Okay. But it's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> but if we found that there was some combination of things which involved not time out and other media, which made more sense, I would have to reluctantly say, okay, let's do it. Okay. I think I would get over it, but I would feel a bit miffed. Yeah, why would you feel miffed? Because... I think it should be a decision that's a mix of what's technically the right thing to do and what's you kind of positioning yourself as the kind of company you want to be. Yes. And everything sends a signal and Yeah. It would just it would just be a bit like, oh, we always revert to cold hard data in all our decisions. But you're saying that if the cold hard data showed that it was better to do something else, you'd do it. In this case, yeah, I think so. If it was very cold and very hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess the other part that's tricky is that it's a very... I guess the other part that's tricky is that it is me... Requ- I'm required to spell out every piece of logic behind every decision I make in every facet of my job in a way that I don't think other people in the team are, perhaps. That sounds frustrating. no I get it because it makes sense because it's a very big it's a very big amount of budget and and it's something that affects it but it does sometimes it can feel like there is less agency or less trust maybe After Will had been asked to go away and research some alternative options instead of the timeout from cover, I managed to catch a few words with him just before he was about to present. So what did you find? So, I think it's going to be timeout. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. And then followed a very compelling pitch. And I rang up and spoke to the people who work there, and they're basically like, because the audience is just more targeted, so it's like really high indexing female, uh, like higher like ABC1 social economic group, and just like they're literally going to those magazines looking for recommendations of stuff to buy in like more specific categories. So it means if you're a beauty brand and you're launching a beauty product, it's just like a much better investment, which is why it's so much more expensive. Mm. Um, but for us, because we je- we just want to target like basically everyone who like has a heartbeat and a <coughs> job and feelings um, we don't need to be we don't need to pay for that premium for like being quite as specific good research very cool how do you feel 
Sold. Yeah. Better. Sold. I think it was good for me to do it as well because I, you're right, with Time Out in particular, I probably was leaning a little bit on intuition and my bias more than I should have done. But doing the research has, especially just that thing of like all these places. You feel more like you can I feel, I feel more confident now. So, a few bumps along the way, but Will was able to convince the rest of the team that a big budget ad campaign was exactly what Spill needed. However, then came the much harder task of deciding what to put on the adverts. Will already had a few ideas of how he wanted the adverts to look. Spill was all about the power of words and talking, so he knew that we wanted the ad to be text. A short and snappy sentence that got across all of Spill's mission, vision and energy. He got to work, looking back through everything he'd done at Spill and asking favours from old colleagues and workmates that would give him any of their time. After months of work, Will was ready to share some of his ideas with the team. So this is part two. We have two weeks to go until everything needs to be signed off and handed in. This is a discussion after a meeting where Wills presented the team with all of his potential ad lines. Yeah, I think everyone will go off and think about it and read the presentation again. Yeah. Um, nah. This is why like, I struggled with it and I kept going, so I was like, I want, I thought I could get to the line that was the line. With mm -hmm. all of the bits. And we haven't got there. I yeah, I want to go through, through one, like, that's the one. Like, you know yeah. what you did when we saw the bags of less plastic more therapy? That was all, how, yeah. Every single person was just like, yes, yes, it's yes. Right. But like, it just seemed like that was your, I'm like, hoping that one of these catchphrases was just like that, like, yeah. that's the one. I don't know why, but that's the one. Like, and I don't think we've got that. But I, so I think it's going to be a situation like when we were naming Spill, and initially, Everyone was like, oh, I'm not sure. And it, it took a while, and then it just kind of made sense. Then we sense said yes, and then it was just like, that's the one. But yeah. now it really works for us. Like, people want to work with books. And now it's obvious in retrospect that that's the right name. Yeah. I think this might be one where it's, it doesn't immediately go, that's obvious, but it, it will rise to the surface after a bit. Yeah. Is my hope. Let's sell it. Let's not I think the it. thing of not, it shouldn't be too earnest is fair. Yeah. And I'm going to try and write. Can you rewrite a a couple of them and then yeah. get feedback from other people yeah. and then we can talk about it again. Yeah, good idea. But yeah, definitely some that have a bit more like lightness. They're in the right area though, yeah, they just need to be, yeah. Um, went semi-well. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I feel like the outcome of every meeting where you present anything to other people does seem to be, and this is true of all fucking meetings. Yeah. The outcome is always do some more work. Yeah. But it was weird because you were presenting finished products. Yeah. But I get. I mean, we're not. It's not like we were like, this is definitely the one we're super excited. No. But... You can't please everybody. No. I think the point about 
the point about we will we should be a cool brand and we should always be cool i don't take because yeah. the job here is not to be cool yeah the point about part of the reason people think therapy is not for me is because it's very earnest and serious is fair because that links it to the objective yeah and that we don't want to be coming across as too earnest because then we're kind of part of the problem yeah I think that's fair yeah I guess it was it was dumb to assume this would have been very smooth. Yeah, this was like I consciously really knew it, it would never be really smooth, but obviously the cognitive bias part of my brain was like, but it'll be fine. We'll show people, they'll all be very yeah. accepting. You when you're drawing together a timeline, you never really put allow one week for like massive controversial discussion. <laughs> it doesn't really factor into your brain. A few days after the presentation to the team I met up with Will again. How's it going? Uh, so I went on a walk yesterday with one of our Spill colleagues who I think knew that I needed to go on a walk and let off some steam because of the uh, slightly muted response to the lines that I had shown after lots of weeks working on them on my own. And yeah, it was a it was a tricky conversation. I think they also felt that we don't have the line, which obviously I know, but is no less easy to actually hear from another person. <laughs> and I think I'd tried to, in my mind, I tried to be like, oh, but, you know, maybe we've got something that we can cobble together. Um, but then I asked them flat out if we had to run the campaign tomorrow and we had to show one of those lines. And that was the line that would represent Spill and what we're trying to say as we introduce ourselves to the world. Yeah. Would you be disappointed? And they said, yeah. Heck. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was quite hard to hear. And then I was like, well, I don't really know what to do because I've been working on trying to write lines for three weeks. And as you know, I've written so many lines. I mean, we have a Word document which has like 12 pages in. Yep. And... I think if it was going to just happen, it would have happened by now. Yeah. I don't know why, like, if I do another week, it's not suddenly going to happen. Yeah. I feel like I've exhausted most techniques and creative avenues. Yeah, bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. So then it was just a bit of a... It was a weird conversation of, well, it is my job to come up with a great line. And maybe I just can't do it. Which is, yeah, a hard thing to realise. Um, but then we were like, okay, what? We've got a bunch of other smart people here. I am feeling the brunt of having to do this task yeah. purely on my own shoulders. Yeah, very stressful. Yeah. And they were like, you'd like, 
it's under your remit, but you don't need to solely feel the burden of it. Like, no one task should be any one person's burden as Bill. Like, we should all help each other out. Yeah. And they suggest the idea of, like, why don't we do, like, a kind of fun hackathon thing, right? It's tech. We do hackathons. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, use people for their brain power. Ideas can come from anywhere. Yeah. And also do a little fun thing. Yeah. Everyone getting together. Because I guess if you, like, if you structure what you want people to come up with, then it is just literally like using other people's brain power. Literally. For like the creative end that you want. It's God. just like assuming, like getting brains together in a vat. <laughs> like you might do if you were like a dairy farmer and just like like milking them yeah, no. for all the output you can get. Yeah, no. Maximise the efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what we're going to do. That's the plan. Get the brains, put them in a vat, squeeze them to within an inch of their life, and then watch that sweet, sweet... See what comes out. ...sweet output. And if that doesn't work, there is no plan. (laughs) (laughs) We... So we... Where are we at? We had a little final brainstorm with all of Spill... Yeah. ...a few days ago just to make sure we had got everything possible. Yeah. I was down to my last creative <laughs> juices. Yeah. Um, so enlisted the help of the team, and that was really good. We got a couple more zinging lines out of that. Yeah, we did. Really good, right? Really good. And it was only like an hour and a half. Yeah. So easy. Great. Lots of fun. So then got also got a bit clearer on the brief. Mm. a bit tighter on who it's for it's not for everyone it's for like vaguely switched on kind of conscientious people who are the slightly lower hanging fruit that was helpful so that was helpful in making the decision of how to get to the final shortlist of eight which we now have very good made a little survey yeah sent it out yeah I've had previous experience where you ask the public for input and it tends to water down to like the least offensive thing yeah or the thing that just is is kind of the most middle ground yeah and I was really wary of doing that and then ending up with a line that was like a cobbled together thing of the best bit of two lines and actually doesn't really have any impact at all I spoke to my sister and she was like no get real you don't want to be like the brexit campaign (laughs) and run a statistic (laughs) about the number of immigrants that you just like actually haven't checked and like she was like check your ego and just ask people because even though you guys are all quite smart you all do therapy and love therapy and you work together all the time in your little office in this bubble yes and so this is also helpful to get out of the bubble and ask people who don't necessarily do or think about therapy that much. Yeah. Okay, so to sum up, you're feeling optimistic and... Weary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just the th- like, it's it's um, it's a weird thing to work on. Yeah. Because instead of work, like a normal thing we would work on, it's like, you get 20% of the way through, you get 40% of the way and it's finished. This is literally like, for four weeks or however long it's been, just still... What are you up to, Will? Still just trying to find the line. <laughs> what are you up to? Like, I could have... We could have just had it. The line we end up with could have been a line that was written on day two. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. You've then just spent three and a half weeks 
it would kind have been really masturbating. It would have been really funny if we ran emotionally woke. I would have really had a mild stroke. <laughs> If I was like, yeah, actually, that's just really good. The thing that we literally had a year ago. So that was where we were. Will was feeling pretty burnt out. We'd managed to get eight ad lines that we were happy with. The final step was to show them to some people that didn't work at Spill. Last time we spoke, you had got the... uh... You'd got the feedback from the people. We hadn't got the feedback. I hadn't. You hadn't read the feedback from the 300 people. It's now over 300. People keep doing it as well. I don't think they know that we have now made a decision. (laughs) But how was that experience? How did it change? How did it change the ad? It so it was really useful. It. It's basically, I feel weird about the whole thing overall because before I went into this, I had this view. You know, before you start anything, you have a view of how it's going to be, right? Yeah. And I beforehand, I was like, I've spent all my life working for other people's businesses, controlled by other people in my agency with their own agenda. And it's like, this is the chance where I can, me and my, like, the immediate people I work with get to decide for ourselves what we want our company to feel like and say. Yeah. And it's this great opportunity because I don't need to get anyone external involved, stakeholders or members of the public. So there was a part of, when I we did come to it, there was a part of me that did die a little bit. So I was like, if you talk to anyone in agencies, they hate focus groups, they hate research. Yeah. Everyone thinks, you know, the public is stupid. Why, if you ask the public what they think is best, you end up with, like, the mediocre version of anything, right? Yeah. So a bit of me was like, am I... Yeah, am I just, like, diluting this opportunity a bit by giving the public more of a say? Or giving external people... It's like, why would you give external people such a big say in something that's so important about your business? But before... So so when you decided to, like, get it out for some feedback, were you of the opinion that you just weren't really going to listen to it? Like, were you still in that mindset of, like, I'm going to say exactly what I want to say. This is just, like, just to check no one is, like, hyper-offended by it. But, like, I'm still going to be, like, just as pointed and opinionated as I was before. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. if, like, a shit one got all the votes, I was going <laughs> to overrule that. It was, like, um, it was like when they have an election in, like, Sudan. Yes. That's arranged by the dictator and... He's like, I just really care what the result is going to be. But if the result is not him, that is going to be voided immediately. <laughs> um, so how did you feel after you got, like, how did you feel going through all, all the questions? Like, all the responses? It was really useful. Which is, like, positive. Like, a bit of me died. So I was like, oh, shit, yeah, like you do need to ask other people because otherwise you're just in a room on your own and what you think is good is not always effective. That's awful to realise. Yeah. awful. Especially, I feel like you can relate to this because I really just want to be able to like do things either on my own or with like one or two other people. We all like, we share a sense of like what is good. So I was like, I don't think me and you or me and the immediate people will have hugely different opinions. Let's just make something good. Yeah. Most stuff out there is not good precisely because there's too much input on it. 
Um, so you got the input from 300 people? Got the input from 300 <laughs> people. They pointed out lots of stuff that I didn't see. Can you just explain a few? So the big one was two lines that I did quite like, which were like, I thought answering the brief really well because one of them was for everyone, like therapies for everyone who hasn't completed life yet. Mm-hmm. Little tongue in cheek. Yeah. Bit of a smile. Bit yeah. of a, like an internet gamer joke. Really clearly addressing the thing of like, it's not just for people with problems, it's for everyone. And the other one was if you're alive, therapy can help with that. Similar, like little smile, quite nice, but also makes you think. Yeah. And... It was near unanimous that everyone associated them with suicide to the extent that a lot of people's replies were like, I would jump on the track if I saw this. Or a lot of people were like, this would just make me so depressed I would have to go home. And if we're a company that's actively trying to positively change perceptions about mental health and we end up making people depressed. So that was just quite humbling. That was like, I guess, yeah, we are just some young people locked up in a building in Whitechapel. Yeah. And it can get a bit echo chambery. And then what about on the flip side? Like what did it did it help you choose the line? Or the lines? Yeah, it did. Because I think it was important that we didn't ask people what they liked because we didn't want it to be a popularity contest. We asked people what it made them think about and how it made them see the brand. Because yeah. those are the two things we're trying to do. And one line that I thought was good, which was the very, the most shower thought, yeah. interesting big thought one, which was, if everyone did therapy, would anyone need to do therapy? Yeah. It did make people think, but it made the brand come across as very smug and know-it-all and condescending. Yeah. And people sounded like we thought we were high and mighty psychotherapists in a tower talking down to the layman. Yeah. And that was another blind spot. That was me... I was looking at it, you were looking at it and saying, to us, this is just really interesting. Yeah. And to our friends, we think it'd be really interesting, but not considering the tone with which it came across. Yeah. And then on the flip side, there was it was the same. There was just a lot of emotional heat around a couple of the lines, around the one uh, self-discovery without having to travel through Thailand and around the one about the state of the world. Yeah. Um, kind of if everyone did therapy what would the world be like and it, they managed to make people think but also whilst having a slight smile and and projecting qualities onto Spill that we wanted which yeah. was like they're trying to do something and they seem kind of cool and like they're trying to shake things up a bit So so that was really helpful that's good because I think it's the same thing as you it's like when you're on a date, you you kind of can know what... You can have control over what you're saying to an extent, but you just don't know how you come across to that other person yeah. unless you ask them. Yeah. bit of reality. A bit of reality. A dose of reality. A hefty dose. <laughs> so that was it. Months of planning and work, and we'd finally decided what we were going to put on our adverts. I sat down with Will one last time to hear how he was feeling now everything was done. So having made the decision and having shipped everything off to the uh, to time out, um, to 
the two people. What? Uh, what's the other company called, Carl? How do you pronounce it? <laughs> and JC. <laughs> what did I call it? JC Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. JC Deco. JC Deco. Having shipped, decided, finalised. How do you feel about the result? I feel really excited about the campaign. I think the campaign overall puts us in a really good light and is really, it is quite novel when you compare it. When I was getting previous issues of Time Out to look at how their covers were done or when we mocked up our posters against the kind of other ads that are on the tube. Yeah. It's quite a low bar. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. I mean, so there was a timeout cover last week, which was for some fantasy Netflix game, TV show, and it just had a picture of a dragon. And there's just so much imagery out there. I think a brand that's not even trying to make a, it's not even trying to make a really clever headline. It's just we're trying to say something. We're just trying to put forward an interesting sentence that will that is talking to you and ask something. In that respect, I'm really excited about it. I think the long copy made me feel a lot better because what I... The bit where I'm like we haven't smashed it is we didn't manage to get to a single line that encapsulated everything we wanted a line to do. We didn't get the Oatly line. No. But we got two lines and some long copy that do everything we want to do. So it's... I'm really excited about the campaign... But, yeah, we didn't get the line. If we found the Oatly line, yeah. when we get our next round of money and we do another campaign, I'm not going to run... Well, we're not going to run these lines. No. We won't run the same ones. No. No. And if we'd found a banger, we would just be running that. Yeah. If you do, it's like milk made for humans. You're just going to run that for, like, three to four years. Yeah. It's like Paytech Philippe. They've been running that fucking line for 20 years. What line? You never really own a Paytech Philippe. You just, like, look after it for someone else. Oh, that's the And it's always the man and the child or the woman and the daughter. Wow. And it's always on the back of The Economist, but it's literally been the same line and the same format for 20 years. And we've got a nice line that makes people think about the world, and we've got a nice line that makes people smile because it's about gap years, but it's not three to five years. So next year we'll have the whole chance again. <laughs> and we'll be back to square one. And the story continues. And the story continues. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to find out more about Spill, you can go to our website on www.spill.chat. I hope you enjoyed. Also, have you seen Typeform's line? Their line is so good. What is it? How how you ask matters. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, because that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. But it's just, it's like firmly related to the product, but also much bigger. It could be about fair. It could be about relationship. It's like... It's very good. Basically, yeah. My summary is like, we've got somewhere that I'm really proud of. Yeah. But it's like when you climb up a ladder 
and you think you've got to the ceiling and then you open a trapdoor and you see there's a whole attic because you just you realize how hard it really is yeah. and you have a new respect for people who m- write amazing ad lines yeah like how you write matters how you ask matters i'm now just like before i'd be like that's a good line now i'm like you're fucking geniuses yeah. <laughs> it's four words four and it's you would just it does everything yeah Mm. Fine. Next year. Stay humble and move on. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Good to chat. Good to chat.